Hi, I'm P, and this is my podcast. Let's start that over. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, Big Empress Energy, to the podcast. I feel, I don't know why I feel so awkward right now. I feel so, like, maybe it's the projector. I feel like when projectors look at me, I get very, like, <gasps> I, don't know, I get so nervous. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. So, you're a manifester? A manifesting generator. Okay. Yes. Yep. 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 So we're the ones that when projectors are looking at us, well, specifically projectors in human design were designed to assist generators or generator types because we needed help like navigating our sacral energy, how to be efficient and how not to like waste our time. Essentially projectors are kind of like, we know how to not make you do that. So projectors are kind of set up to look at generator energy in a, in a very specific way. I feel like I can feel it when I'm talking to projectors and it's like, Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine that you can see everything. That's cool. But cool. So the question I asked before, I didn't record things. I know that you do tarot. One of my favorite Instagram, like tarot accounts to scroll past and click on and watch and just interact with. It feels really great. But I know you do other things. And I don't want to ask like, who are you? But, but where does your energy like going these days? Right. I love that question. Yes. My energy... It's all about the energy, that big energy. So I love to, I love to host Reiki's every, um, every month. Okay. Every new and full moon, I'm a Reiki practitioner. Um, and that's really been, um, where I've been focusing a lot of my energy this year in Reiki and which is, um, a form of energy healing, okay, rooted in um, Japanese history. And when we're focusing on Reiki, I do a lot of like distance Reiki, but this year I also um, was working and getting my Reiki three. So I became a Reiki master. So I'm putting a lot of energy into that. I also have a beloved botanica, which I was doing a lot when I was offering personal readings um, about a year ago. But um, so now I'm bringing that back too, which is like, potions like herbal infused potions that you know I like to work with scents too to make them smell like delicious and just like when people want to like eat you as an as an empress or whatever mm-hmm. you want to be um described as and um yeah so that's that's a lot of what I do and then I also create content um for you know like YouTube and Instagram for read like readings yeah all that yeah, and I, you, you've read tarot for 15 years, which is, according to your website, if I'm correct, that you're, you've been doing it. Like, it's, it's, it's been a, a long process for you. So one of the first questions that I got was how to connect deeply with tarot. How did you do that? What was your, what happened? Right. So I feel like I start my tarot journey started back up in high school. Um, and basically I was just like drawn to it, just drawn to divination in, in, in general. Um, and I was 
really interested in reading for like what is going to happen in my own life and like what's going to happen with these people and like my love my love are we going to be you know like I was very involved in just like doing like readings with my friends and like readings for myself so I feel like to develop that deep relationship reading for yourself every day pulling cards even if you know when it looks like just like I have no idea what's going on you know um in those cards I would just my first deck was like the albino white tarot and um yeah I love that deck it's like basically the same as the smith rider but the colors are a little different they're just like feel like they pop a little bit more i really like colorful decks yeah. and um and yeah i just feel like um engaging with it every day writing reading for friends and just going more based off of what it makes you feel like and then you know maybe if you're just getting started like researching i did a lot of like research and like you know um online just like searching what does this mean and then a lot of times if you search the meaning it might not make sense like is something that I feel like a lot of people are it's really about how do we put all the cards together how do we put all the meanings like of everything together and that's really gonna really gonna happen with tracking like tracking your pull and like getting um I feel like I like to have a conversation with the cards like that's the best way for me to do a reading it's not just like in my head like I'll just like start talking to myself like if I'm doing my own reading I think that's the best way to do it because a lot of times we channel things through just just speaking about it or writing mm -hmm. and we don't think about it you know if you're like mm -hmm. trying to think and do the reading in your mind you're gonna get confused in my opinion you know what I'm saying yeah, I feel like I feel like there's so many parallels with that and like reading human design charts because like it's a conversation that's happening in the moment now and like not all the information is going to immediately make sense just because you're looking at something like just because you see a tarot card doesn't mean like oh I know what this tarot card means it's like there's a whole spread and you have to kind of walk through and experience in real time so it's really cool. I haven't heard of tracking before. That's interesting. Could you describe that? Um, so what I mean by that is like, um, and this is something I teach in my tarot school is like, I have a tarot tracker that I created and basically you just want to write down or just keep track of what cards you pull every day. And you might, um, want to think about your first impressions and then look back at the end of the day and see, you know, what happened in your day. Like sometimes we can pull, you know, a spread and be like, what the heck is going to happen today? By the end of the day, you're like, oh, I see why I pulled this. Da, da, da. So that is really going to help you strengthen your uh, tarot practice when you can like look back at it and be like, oh, yeah, I pulled that. That happened that day. And this happened this day. I was pulling this for a while. Like we could, sometimes cards come up in phases of our life, you know, like yeah. one of my cards right now is a tower card. So just like every day, it's just like, oh, let's see what fun surprises we have in store. But it's great. So interesting. That's so interesting. I, end of 2019, I was working in a crystal shop and that's like the most I've ever interacted with tarot in my life is just because there's tarot decks everywhere. I mean, we just pull them all day and I pulled the death card for the entire, I probably worked there, I think, I feel like a month or like a month or two. And then I was like, I can't do this. But <laughs> like I pulled the death card pretty much every time I did anything, I pulled the death card and it, I was just like, okay, this is cool. Cause for me, I already have like an interesting relationship with like the word death or the concept of death, but it was so interesting at that period in my life. It was one of the, like, I was having really intense, like health stuff happening. So it was really crazy. Like, I don't know, but it's wild when you pick up cards every single day for it's really, and there's 78 of them. So probability wise, that's a little, 
wild, but cool. So another question that I feel is, I want to, I like this between like a projector and someone with sacral energy because our, our answers might be a little different. So what are some things that you do to get your creative juices flowing? Okay. Um, some of the things I do to get my creative juices flowing. Um, honestly, my first reaction is just like, wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as I wake up, I have a lot of energy towards the end of the day. I have to get like another one, but waking up, I have a lot of creative energy coming in from the astral, you know? Mm. So I love to, to, to wake up and just get started on something. Um, that's why I used to just like wake up and do a reading or wait, like wake up and start mm. writing, wake up and just like start something. Like start communicating. Um, that's my favorite way. Okay. Um, to really just, to just like go head first into something. Um, so another thing maybe I'd like to do if I'm like, you know, I really got to get something done. I always like to pray before anything and like connect and ground my energy. I like to, it depends on what I'm doing. Okay. But I also like to, you know, Reiki myself or just like Reiki the energy, which is basically just like clearing, aligning, asking for, um, protection and inspiration from the highest realm. Sometimes if it's like a creative project I'm going to do, I might want to do a prayer to get into the Akashic record so that I'm like guided by masters and teachers who want to help me, um, produce something for the, like the highest good. I like to really call on my spirit team. If I'm going to be doing like, okay, I'm going to like sit down and do something, which I really don't like to like sit down and do something. Um, (laughs) if I have to, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's cool. Cause I, I wake up and I lay there for a while (laughs) and I'm like, "Hmm, I exist again. That's interesting. And I, I like, it's sometimes it's difficult for me to like move and get out of bed. So I like the idea of just immediately just connecting with something right away. Some like just talking to spirit immediately. I feel like I'm going to start doing that here and there. I don't know if I'm going to do it every day. Sometimes I just need to lay there, but I like the idea of waking up, connect to spirit and then move, get myself out of bed. But cool. But you actually just brought up something that made me think of another question. uh, One of the questions here, someone asked, I would love some tips for altar work set up, especially, especially ancestor altars. I don't have a specific altar. I have like a, maybe a digital altar. It's my, my sacral honey Instagram account. That's like where I kind of put the collection of where I'm going or a place that I set my, I don't know, I put my energy there. I don't know how to describe it, but I don't have a physical altar. So I don't know how to answer this question at all. Okay. Um, I love that idea of a digital altar. That's amazing. Um, so for, for like an ancestor altar, something you may want to start out with is a white candle. Okay. I always like to have a white candle on my ancestor altar. Um, personally, I like to dress my candles maybe with some herbs, whichever ones I'm called to. Okay. I might put a little bit of lavender. I like a little angelica root. Okay. Um, it depends on maybe also like, you know, your ancestors, what they like some roses. If I have, um, maybe even fresh, a little bit of like fresh flowers too. If I have it, um, I'll put it on the white candle. I I also really love glitter. So I put glitter on it and, um, if you want to pray and just invite them in, you also want to in, um, have a glass of water is also beneficial, at least a glass of water, but maybe you want to have a little cafecito, like a coffee. Um, some people also might want to offer like, um, 
a sweet, something sweet like cake um, or something like that. You might want to have vices to something that your ancestors like. Like I got, um, you know, a blunt, um, some douce, um, and also like I like to keep fresh flowers on my altar. And I always associate my ancestors as well with crows. So I have a lot of crows on my altar, pictures of your ancestors. If you have, um, you don't need pictures of your ancestors and something like that. That's really like my, that's like a mix of like what you, you know, what I have and just like also things that people just recommend as well. You might want a cloth on your ancestor altar. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I I think I tried to make an altar a long time ago, and then I just I don't know, just never really stuck. Ancestor work for some reason is just not for like me in a conscious way, but I think it's because I have a hard time. I don't know. There's something that my brain doesn't do, and I don't know how to describe it, so I'm not gonna try. But another question: Someone asked, can you can you summon bad or evil spirits in this process? So it's like it goes with the altar question oh okay um right yes because like some not all your ancestors may you may want to connect with or um they might have been like you know people you you wouldn't like even to hang out with so you definitely want to keep that intention that it's like your beloved your benevolence your honorable ancestors um your ancestors that are you know there with the highest intentions and regards and for you and really do want to also do that protection where like you you want to actively protect yourself or say like i'm i'm not open to any you know negativity or anything that's going to lower my frequency or um basically yeah anything like non-alignment for you because yeah it's true not you don't want to you know you inviting spirits you can invite you know negativity you can invite positivity so you definitely want to be intentional for sure yeah, I remember one time I read somewhere where people were like, your ancestors were humans, like they they were people and people need to remember that when they're calling on them, because it's like this ancestor, just imagine that they are a human right in front of you. Are, do you want to talk to them? Like, is this someone that you actually want to ask for advice from? Do you, is this the kind of help that you want? And so just making sure that you're clear about who you're connecting with, I think is, is really helpful. And also I feel like by people being clear about who they're wanting to connect with, I feel like there's a lot of power in that because you're being very intentional. Like you're, you're being very specific about how you're using your power and your energy. I mean, you're not just kind of willy nilly being like somebody help me. It's like, I want your help in particular. This type of help is what I want. I don't want to just throw my energy everywhere. I feel like. Right. Because, yeah, you could definitely invite in some negative energy. Mm -hmm. So speaking of negative energy, how do you emotionally handle nasty people attacking you online for choosing joy over fear? Um... (laughs) I really don't. I really don't do this. I will just block, delete. I really, I limit it. I limit my comments. Um, Sometimes I do get trolls like on YouTube and stuff like that. I just like block and delete. I don't really like pay attention to that. Um, Cause it, it will deeply bother me. <laughs> it wow. will deeply bother me. So I just feel like, yeah, I don't, I just don't pay attention to it. I, luckily I don't get a lot of, of hate on the online. Yeah. <laughs> and that, you just like stop the energy like uh, 
Mm-mm, that's not. I mean, on my page, this is my phone. I pay the bills. So I'm not dealing with that on my phone. Yes, I love that. Okay, I like that. I might, I, I'm so scared to do that, honestly, though, because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like when you like block someone, it's kind of like locking a rabid dog in a cage only to like, like I want to just like explode somewhere else, you know, which I guess, I don't know. That's just my view of it. So I get, I get a little nervous about just immediately blocking people. If, if there is just, they're speaking incoherently and it makes no sense. And they're just attacking me and I'm, I have no idea what's going on. Like they're not making any sort of clear sense to me. I will block them because I'm like, well, I don't really know what's going on with you. But if there's someone who approaches me with some amount of respect and I feel like it might be negative and they're, they're probably upset that I'm choosing joy or they, they feel like that's not fair or something like that. When that happens, something that helps me personally and is putting myself in their shoes and like not for too long. It's in, do not do it for too long because then you get stuck not liking yourself and it's really weird. But put yourself in, your sh- in their shoes for a little bit and just imagine that you're experiencing the energy that that person's experiencing and then look at yourself from their perspective and you can see like this you're probably annoying to them like and that, and that's totally fine I'm I'm positive I annoy the hell out of some people and then from that place then you can make a decision so for me if I realize like okay so I put myself in this person's shoes and I can see where they're coming from and I respect what they're saying I'm going to take a time take a moment to like look at myself and see if there's anything that I want to adjust if that's not the case then I'm like okay well you are having your experience I'm having mine and I don't want to deal with you I don't want to have any sort of connection with you because I I just would rather not I just I was in your shoes and I'm not a fan I would like to be over here and so at that point then I just don't say anything I, like if, if it is coming from a place where like their energy is just not resonating with me not connecting nothing of that center and they're not like attacking me but I'm just gonna ignore them because there's not like you there's nothing I could say to make them understand me and I'd rather not waste my time so that is how I handle it. I also let myself be upset for a while because it does piss me off. I'm like, I'm a Scorpio. I have Scorpio, Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Pluto. There's a lot of that. I have a lot of yes a- aggressive energy sometimes. And so I get annoyed and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And then I'm like, okay, we're mad. We're mad. And then I'm like, well, like is there something wrong with me? I actually even let myself hang out in that space too for a while. Like maybe it's me, maybe I'm the problem. I hang out there for a while, not too long because I do want to just make sure that I'm being clear about myself. Like I want to make sure I'm not lying to myself um, about who I am. And then I move on from that. But sometimes it'll hurt for a couple days, especially if like you're new to it or if you grow really fast online, it can feel really scary because like suddenly you're like, people are seeing me and they don't like me and they're attacking me. And so giving yourself time to feel that, but don't hang out for too long is my overall advice. I just talked a lot, but <laughs> cool. I think I have to do a thing now. You right. We're good. Okay. So I just, my energy just went, just glitched and I'm like, what am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> okay so another question i don't know the answer to this but maybe you but someone said what's up with the solar flares Oof, yeah no i honestly i i just know what the solar flares that we can be like whatever it the solar it's like a solar storm happening i feel like there was a solar storm so it's like extra light coming into the earth 
from the space. I, something like this. And then with this extra light, we can be feeling like we can be upgrading and we can be feeling a lot of like sensitivities to this, to this light, which can make us feel um, like physical symptoms. Okay. Like physical symptoms. Um, you know, exhaustion, maybe like a headache. Okay. Um, weird, weird kind of things and sensations in your body, things that you haven't been feeling in a long, like in a while. And I feel like, I don't know what these solar flares, I feel like it's in a way, sometimes we go through these like contractions and this, um, this like uncomfortability and then a like fog starts to lift. And then we start to like feel almost like renewed and like in a brand new skin. This has been my observation. So I feel like very recently I've been feeling that like I was feeling very like, um, dense from it. And now I'm feeling like almost like lifted, like from another level. Like it just feels like I'm feeling, I'm seeing more of like a bigger picture and I'm not like bogging myself down, but that's my personal experience in this most recent one. And I know it has something to do too with this like Schumann, Schumann resonance too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. I didn't even know. I didn't know that was happening. I mean, I know that solar flares are real to me. I'm just, I'm just like, it's like space weather. That's what my, my brain says. And I'm like, it's like a storm in the sky doing a thing so that's those are my thoughts on solar flares that space weather that could one day affect us in a detrimental way we don't know could also be in a in a cool way but yeah (laughs) that that's all i got on solar flares i have not looked into that let's see Oh, okay. Any helpful examples on how you've engaged with the wait for the invitation strategy of being a projector? Are there any examples of that in your IRL? Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times I want to tell people about themselves, but I remember, <laughs> I remember our conversation that we had about the projector and how we're shining like mirror and lights at these people. So I'd be like, Nothing I say is going to really help them. They really have to wait. I'd be trying until, you know, maybe and try to get them to see their own ways by not saying it overtly. So, you know, like maybe Mm. trying to show them, but not say it to them, you know, like maybe ask questions to people so they could start to Mm. uncover and unpack in themselves what I really want to tell them. Cause I could feel like I could tell, you know, I could say like, well, for instance, a person in my life, they could be complaining. I'd be like, well, maybe it's because you're lazy and you're not even doing it. But instead of saying that to them, because <laughs> you might want to be like, well, what have you done? You know, like what, you know, how are you helping yourself in this? Like, um, what can you do, you know, to like not feel like that or just like, yeah, instead of that, just like helping them through almost like coaching, making them think more than just tell them, you know, what you think. Because, you know, that's how I like to do it in the wait for the invitation. That's how I, that's how I look at it. Um, it's more your interaction with other people in my yes. own personal life. I'm not really waiting for invitations. I Period. Something. I'm just going to do it. Yes. But yes. yes. I love that. I love that. And that's so true. Cause I feel like sometimes when people come from, and, and it's not to say that like you, people can't be critical or people can't like, I don't know, correct people. And some people who like, who I've done readings, people who like their job, it's to correct people. That's what they're here for. And so I think just learning your method of correction, also knowing that you're a projector knowing that when you 
put your attention on someone, it's kind of shocking. And that, that like coming at somebody with criticism when your aura is already kind of like beaming into them could be a lot. And so they might have, they might push back. And so learning the way that your aura works with others and how people want to connect with you, um, I think it's so important. And then also, like she said, the invitation is for interactions with others, specifically one-on-one -on -one interactions with other people. The invitation can also be really helpful for you to know what it is that people want from you. So you might be someone who attracts people asking you, like, can you do this sort of thing, please? Or can you r run this course? I would like to learn this from you. These are things that are also invitations, like people inviting you to create a project. But when it comes to, I don't know, you buying a house or starting a business or something like that, you're not waiting for the invitation. I will say that when starting, like projectors starting businesses, it is helpful to do things that people have already asked you to do. So like, let's say so you, you're reading cards a lot for people, you're reading tarot and then someone asks you like, can you do this? Like, can I pay you for this? I would like you to keep doing this. Can you do this somewhere else? Like you getting an invitation can be really helpful for knowing what to do or creating something because there's the space is already made for you. But yeah, you're, you're, you're not waiting for the invitation to live just to get into people's auras and tell them what you see. Cool. Okay. So the energy signature of a projector is success. What has that been like for you? So when projectors are in alignment, success is just a thing that tends to oh, I love that. <laughs> unfold. I love that. Um, so how has that been for me? Mm -hmm. um, well, I feel like, I guess since I have um, been feeling like more in alignment, like success is something that hap happened, you can say, like in a quantum way almost because it was like mm -hmm. I was just um you know started my Instagram page just to you know show and do something that I love to do and I feel like it did really change my life I wasn't expecting to um you know leave my job at the Department of Education you know I wasn't thinking that this was going to you know really take me into, you know, more financial security and more um, just overall, like less, like I was living in a space where I had, you know, a lot of anxiety, lots of anxiety and just like really living in a space where I didn't need all of that was just crumbled away. Like it was just really amazing. So I feel like something with success is like almost like once you're really like in alignment with like maybe what's best for your energy, then like success can just kind of show up for you very quickly and rapidly and just mm -hmm. really lift away a lot of maybe things you were struggling with before. Um, and it's just really been super wild. It's been, you know, energetic clearing, spiritual clearing, generational, like family stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's just been super intense for me and I feel like it's all everything's just getting in a sense like better like my relationships with my with my family is getting better with like the people that I love with my friends with everything it's just been better everything so I just 10 out of 10 recommend living your best life and being in alignment with yourself if you're a projector um because I feel like I just did have a lot of like fears and insecurities and I wasn't comfortable being seen like that's something for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. and um I was feeling not comfortable being seen so I never thought I would be someone that would be seen 
So it was just a lot, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And projectors, y'all are designed to be seen. And it doesn't mean that it has to be like in a, this huge public eye or whatever, but projectors are supposed to be the people that were following the new the new leaders of the experience that we're having. So I feel like if you're a projector, there's something that I usually tell projectors is you guys are like these reflective shiny birds in a tree on the top of a tree and you have to make yourself shiny. You have to allow the sun to, and literally it's so easy. You're just allowing the sun to reflect off of, of your shiny surface. It takes you recognizing that the sun is shining on you and the fact that you are shiny and all you have to do is just kind of show off a little bit, like just, just be into whatever it is that you are, are into know that you're good about it. And like, good at it or or wise about it and then start sharing it and and you have to believe in it first though you have to recognize yourself because the projector strategy is to um, wait for the to, to be recognized and then wait for the invitation but recognition has to come from self-recognition first and so i feel like if you're a projector and you're a little afraid of being seen showing yourself like showing up for yourself and being like hey self these are the things that i'm good at i know it feels weird to tell myself what i'm good at but like just being aware of what it is that i have to offer and leaning into that and paying more and more attention to that will help it to be help help to make you a little bit more okay with being seen same thing for second lines out there as well if you're listening to this do you know your profile um four six four six oh so cute. I feel like the four six is just like this, like, oh, sweet angel baby who, who like just really great friends. I feel like four sixes make so, so good to have in the community. So is there anything that is like that you're up to that you want to talk about that you want to let the world know about? Yeah. Um, what's popping right now is we got the beloved Botanica we launched yesterday. I was really excited about it. Um, so excited to work with my oils again. Like I charge them and I work with them and I Reiki them on the new and full moons. I always do Reikis on the new and full moons um, as well. And my Reikis are distance Reikis, but I also have a YouTube live component to them where basically we tap in in real time, I host a sound bath. I have, you know, I really am so into music. Okay, like sound frequencies, sound healings. I don't really like, I wouldn't call myself a sound healer, but you know, I do sound healing, right? So we do the sound healing. We do a Reiki activation. We do um, as well group reading. And then I also have an altar and this altar is set up for like the Reiki Um for that night. And so I'll post it and I do a Reiki report and talk about, you know, what's going on and like any psychic downloads and messages I picked up. Some of them can also be sometimes like um, from our ancestors. Okay. As well, whatever we need to know about our chakras, I usually go onto the seven main chakras. Um, and you can always connect with me on my website, Big Empress Energy, LLC.com. Follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, And that's it. Really. <laughs> Okay, you're doing the most. You are doing the most. I hope you're getting hope you're getting rest, but it's amazing and it's it's so cool to see you like living life, being alive because I feel like a lot of times in spirituality, really? <laughs> <laughs> she's I she's doing it on purpose. She's been chilling all morning. She's like I'm going to be loud now. But the fact that you are this guide but you still remain like 
a human having this divine experience, having fun, being alive, being robust. I feel like that's really awesome and a great example. And that's what I really, really like about your energy. So I'm so thankful that you're sharing and sharing your experience. There's something, oh, your ad for the Botanica. (laughs) It's amazing. I loved it. So good. Everyone go look at, go on Instagram, type in at Big Empress Energy and go look at her ad. And if you've looked at Drake's album cover, you'll be a fan. As for me, I don't know. What do I have? By the time this comes out, I don't know what I'll be offering. Just look at Instagram. I don't know. (laughs) Go on Instagram. I do want to say I really like appreciate you inviting me to this podcast. You have no idea like... I never do things like this, but I love you so much. I've loved you for a long time. Like, so, you know, like a long, like years. So, and I love your work, like your, everything that you do, all your designs. I just think you're a magical, magical being. And I just love you. So I really was so honored that you invited me to your podcast. I'll be there. So, oh my yeah. god thank you i always i tell i'm like whenever i get compliments from projectors i feel my insides like melt because i'm like i know you're telling the truth and like yes. wow <laughs> i appreciate that love you thank i think you you're so an amazing much. artist and i just i'm so honored the feeling is mutual yes thank you well Thanks for listening, everybody. Love you. I feel like you need to go sign up and get Reiki. I'm I signed up. Oh, I signed up when I did I did it on the Lionsgate along with Timeline Jump, and that was some of the craziest energy I felt. That was wild. That was was amazing. Thank you for that. But cool. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 